and welcome to The Two Tones with Tony DeBolfo. How are you, Tony? I'm very well. How do you think I am after Saturday afternoon? Silly question. And Tony Moakley. It is episode eight. Hello to the great Lance Whitnell. The great Matthew Cruiser. Isn't he in stellar oh form at the moment? How just, uh, we're going to get that to that in a moment, but... Um, we are going to pay tribute to that particular person who passed away this week. We say valet to... The great Lou Richards, Tony, and, and it's, uh, I think, a magnificent forum uh, in which to do this because we do have fun here um, in, the, in the roles that we served with the two tones. And, and of course, fun with a capital of F was what Lou was all about. Yep. And um, just in preparing the tributes to Lou Richards today, um, I, I want to get a, a Carlton Engel if I could on it. And of course, we didn't have to venture too far. We, we, we looked towards Ligon Street, Tony, to those great set-up uh, promo um, um, ventures that Lou was involved oh, in yes. when the kiss of death uh, went Carlton's way against his old team colleague. Whenever Carlton played colleague, they'd invariably tip the pies and yep. invariably they'd lose to Carlton. So we memorably ref- think back to the, the time that Mario Bortolotto spilled a vat of spaghetti yes. over his yes, head good luck. and Mill Hannah um, scalping him uh, after oh, yeah. a, a Carlton... Victory over Collingwood in 1989. Yeah. Uh, Lou often said, uh, Tone, um, uh, particularly when the spaghetti was uh, thrust upon him, that um, no matter, he said, um, you know, the one good thing about being born ugly is that as you get older, you don't get any worse. So <laughs> that never worried Lou. But I wanted to look a bit further back in Lou's career, Tony, as a player, because, yeah. you know, we've, we do forget, I mean, the mirth and merriment of Lou's media life that he was a great player for Collingwood through that wartime period. And I happen to have uh, handy um, a copy of a book Lou co-wrote with Ian MacDonald back in 1963, which was called Boots in All. And um, in it, he actually talks about the the time that he first uh, ran out in uh, the black and white uh, stripes. And where was that? Would you believe Princess Park ah, against the old foe yeah. in the sixth round of the 1941 season? Now, Lou always had a healthy respect for Carlton, and perhaps it relates to that particular game, round six. And I, I looked into that game, Tony, and funnily enough, Carlton prevailed, went one by 17 points in that game. A full forward for Carlton named Paul Schmidt mm. booted five. Uh, Not a great it, surname to have that year. During that period of time, it wasn't indeed. And the feared Carlton captain, Bob Chitty, was actually reported and subsequently suspended for two matches for elbowing Lou's uncle, Alby Panham. Yeah. Uh, so it was a baptism for fi- a fire for Lou, and he didn't emerge unscathed either, as he relates in his book. And I'd like to just relate to you what Lou said about that particular occasion. Please. I played my first game against Carlton, and when I was resting in the forward pocket, a chap by the name of Charlie McGuinness was minding me. If you reckon present-day back-pocket John Bonetti has big thighs, you should have seen Charlie. He made Bonetti look like the thin man at the circus. <laughs> Not only did he use those thighs and hips to full advantage, he gave me a decent initiation into league football. As soon as the game started, he turned and swung a terrific punch which exploded in my face. Oh, my God. That's how I started. With a cut nose and mouth, it was a lesson I never forgot. So, welcome to league football, wow. Luke. Welcome to Carlton. Wow. That was uh, that was definitely the school of hard knocks for yeah. the great Lou Richards, um, uh, a legend of the game uh, in uh, many respects, Tony, yeah. on and off the field, and uh, 
May he rest in peace at 94. That's a, that's a life well lived, that's for sure. It certainly is. And he, he, gave, a lot, he, lot, he gave a lot to the game he loved. And uh, to certainly remember him on World of Sport, well, back when football shows were fantastic, you've got to say. You have anyway, to say that. we shall dwell on that. What we will dwell on, longer than <laughs> other people might deem good taste. Yes. Saturday afternoon, Tony oh. DeVolfo. Can I just read out the score? Well, I don't have it here, but I'm sure you have it. <laughs> All that matters is that we won by 23 points. I know we got the, two, we got the four points, so um, 23 point victory. What an occasion, Tony. Um, uh, the classic, uh, you know, party pooper, wasn't it? And um, I was actually hoping Melbourne Victory might have completed the double for yeah. the Dark Navy the weekend. It wasn't to be, but what a, what a, what a, a great moment in time to rain on the, the Collingwood Parade. And, and I thought the big fella was on our side before the first bands, Tony, when the heavens opened and, yeah. and all their premierships, uh, their yes. cups started to rust in the incessant rains that were, that were falling. And, um, and, and, you know, the cavalcade of champions that they had on the field. and uh, Well, they were well hooded, weren't they? they I, were, I, yeah. I turned to a mate of mine and said, if I uh, ran out now with a hoodie, people yeah. wouldn't know whether I was Tony <laughs> DeBolfo or Thorold Merritt. Um, and I, I had a great feeling at that stage yeah. that, well, this is literally uh, raining on the parade. Yeah. I mean, it'll be Mark two, you know, uh, when, when the players take to the field. And that's how exactly how it panned out. It was um, it was magnificent to see uh, the team go about their work. And um, well, let's talk about it in depth, shall we? All right. So many highlights. Can I just? And this is uh, not in any particular order. But the thing that got me about Saturday was the crispness of the disposal. Now, keep in mind, Collingwood don't have a great reputation for that. But Carlton's passing and, uh, like I say, accuracy delivery was. Uh, an order that I've never seen before. Well, that's true, but I, I think that it's all part of the of the the system. You know, the the clear uh, thinking, the decision making's right. The, the where the players are posi- positioning themselves, um, the manner in which they team so well together and play for mm. each other. It's just, um, I think it's all. It just seems to be uh, that you know, well all machine yeah. uh, working working overtime, and uh, I, I think. You know the way that the Carlton players are, are, are really teaming together now. It's um, it all goes so well uh, for you know the medium to long term future, I believe. And um, uh, I know you know we're still on the um, on the make as a team, but gee whiz, it's uh, great to be part of this journey, isn't it, Tony? Because there's only one way this journey is heading, and that's uh, due north. And, uh, um, yeah, well, I tell you, um, you know, and the the thing the. I don't know, the hubris you allow yourself to indulge in, uh, which I like to think is the natural state of a Carlton fan. <laughs> and, but uh, SPS, we have to throw the spotlight on that. Two Norwich, or I keep saying Norwich, NAB Rising Star nominations in the space of a fortnight for the Carlton Football Club, which says something about the club's recruitment efforts. But if we could throw the light on Samo, well, unbelievable. The first goal, you would have seen that. Charlie Kernow, bottom of the pack, shoves the ball forward. And just his his goal sense and his his decision making, his reflexes, he's he he's going to be elite, is he not? He's indeed going to be elite. And when you mentioned Charlie Kernow, let's throw him in for the uh, the hat trick this week. I reckon he and that uh, nomination's yeah. not far away. But you're right, to, you know, to, to put that first goal on the board for Carl after that, you know, ten twelve minute struggle where there wasn't a a, a score. Registered, yeah. You know, uh, it might have been Ed at the bottom of the. It could have been too, and it was just a. The thing with Petrovsky Seaton is that he he's like he's 
what's he in his seventh game? He's nineteen. He's playing midfield, and yeah. he, he's got all the poise and calm of a fellow that's been around for forever. Yeah. Um, his decision making is magnificent. His skills are sublime. Um, you know, I think back on that game. You know, the second quarter, that deft little kick. In board to Gibbs, yes. you know they went at right yes, angles. He knew exactly where he was kick. putting it, and uh, that that was just, you know, I think back to when Williams played, and yeah. the, you know you'd see th- things that Williams did that you 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 had to ask yourself, did I actually see that? Yeah. You know, and that, that's what Petrescu Seaton brings. Then there was that other left foot pass that thread the needle to, to uh, Matthew Wright yes. on the lead. That, yeah, he yeah. was hugging the boundary there. Hit targets both times. He doesn't panic. He he uh, he's just a beautiful player to watch. He, you know, like a lot of the indigenous players, he seems to float across the ground. And um, Carlton has an absolute beauty there. And um, you know, he, he the number five Tony, I have to say, sits pretty comfortably on SPS's back at the Doesn't minute. Doesn't it? It's um, um, it's not a jumper number awarded lightly. No, and, and you would like to think that there was uh, I don't know some foretaste. Of, uh, of the young man's talent. That's right. And if you may have seen him interviewed afterwards by David King. I mean, he, he was just so poised and so, you know, relaxed and purposeful. Yeah. Uh, what an impressive person, footballer he actually is for Carlton. Um, now, a couple of other things. I mean, look, where do you start? Murph's game was sensational. Well, yes. It, you know, it is hard to know where to start because there's so much upside in so many areas. But I, I think when you mention Murphy, you know, you, you, much has been made of, you know, the Petrovsky Seatons and Charlie Kernos and Marchbanks of this world. Yeah. You, you have to remember also that we're seeing uh, such a magnificent contribution from the, the, the old firm. Yes, yes. And, and you know, you look yes, at Murphy. Simo and Doc. Simo, yeah. you know, uh, Cruz. Uh, Bryce Gibbs. Yes. Bryce Gibbs in, was in Maynard's face, you know, and getting get his hands dirty. Which yeah. it's great great to see Bryce doing that. We know what he's capable of, just in terms of his football abilities. But to get down and dirty, you know, and, and aggressive and nasty, yes. I, I think that brings a, another dimension to his game. It's it's fantastic to see. Murphy surprisingly was given enormous latitude by um, Levi Greenwood, who had done the number on Selwood the week before. Yeah. He must have thought it was Christmas, you know. Murphy was just prancing around and and really set Carlton up early. I think um, when the game, I guess, was in abeyance. But yes, we're just seeing we're seeing improvement across all facets of the uh, mm. the the playing group, uh, all ages, all levels. Um, just a couple of little things. Um, Plowman, I think, is magnificent. He did a, a couple of things, you know that. Uh, he's just the guy you want down back who's uh, in, I think, one of the best back lines in the league, you've got to say. But, um, a couple of those one-on-one contests yeah. where he judged the ball yes. uh, the play so magnificently. I yeah. think there was that spoil yeah, there, in what, the run back was, to the yes, square late. Yes, Do you remember it. that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was magnificent. And then we saw – but I think what, what what else we saw – we see Marchbank, you know, back himself. He's so good well, in the air. intercept marks. And uh, yeah. Solani's got an absolute beauty there. You know, rebounding uh, key position player. It's just, he, he, he reminds me so much of Rance, you know, the way yeah. the way that he plays, but I think also we have to note again the experience. Matthew Lloyd, if memory serves, alluded to this yesterday oh, yeah. uh, in a rare moment of uh, respect. Tune on Carlton. <laughs> Actually, talked about the the importance of at either end of both Casbolt and Rowe as the yeah. as the season heads. Casbolt to take a little bit of the heat off Kerno and yeah. uh, all those young kids that are trying to you know forge their careers forward. Row to take the heat off the likes of Marchbank, you know, uh, maybe Plowman. Yeah. Uh, just having the big bodies there. Conversely, if you look at 
Collingwood, poor old Darcy Moore was, you know, thrown to the wolves and mm. there's not that big body near him uh, to, to perhaps take a little bit of the acid. So um, I think what we're seeing is a really well-balanced team. Um, some criticism was levelled at Carlton after the Port game that they went in with too much... Uh, youth, yeah. you know, there were seven teenagers in that game. It may have been so, but I think since then what we've seen is a, you know, a little bit more of a balance in terms of the the playing mix, and the team collectively seems to be responding the right way for it. So well, there's not only that, but there's new old heads, if you like, like uh, Alex Silvani. Yes, and that tackle, which then uh, produced a goal, Weedering's goal, yeah, um, was was just. I mean, you know, inspirational stuff. Magnificent. And Those one percenters are the ones that really lift the team, aren't yeah. they? And and I neglected to mention Alex Silvani. You're quite right. With him and Rose's presence, I, I think give the back half that real stabilising influence. You know, and uh, well, you've got to hand it to Sam Rowe. I mean, he, he had that one you know setback with Lynch when we played Gold Coast. Yeah. Yet he he well he kept Darcy Moore to one. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's kept he's kept Joe Denneher in in check. Um, he kept Buddy, um, uh, uh, Buddy to well, well that, that was wasn't, Alex yeah. Silvani oh, yeah. kept Buddy to one, but but I think by and large Sam's done the job yeah. uh, this year, and we, we've got look you, you just you just have you just back the the back six in every yeah. time the ball it's, goes it's down there, you, you, there you, a thing, you, there's every chance you're going to take it away. You know it's it is great to watch. Um, we have to mention Daisy's goal, first <laughs> set shot which he didn't get, and and Collingwood fans were uh, they were there to offer advice to Daisy on his kicking style, but that uh, that second goal, that goal he kicked, uh, selling the dummy to the opponent, and then a check side goal. Uh, was uh, I mean that was that was the I, I've never seen him happier in a Carlton jumper. I've got to say that was the cherry on top of the icing on top of the <laughs> sagging Collingwood souffle, wasn't it? But it was and, and what it was great to see it live tone um, and to get caught up in that moment and share that moment with Dale Thomas. But it was even better to get home and and watch it on the replay yeah. and see uh, seven pan to camera two. To pick up the Collingwood president's oh, uh, yes. response yes. and and the chi- the kids, yes. the the clan were all there, yeah. and um, I think that was uh, that made it all the more worthwhile. There would have been a few sour faces and absolutely comments, I'm sure. Absolutely. Now, um, and now, is there any other notable mentions? Well, there are, there are many, of course, that we could make. Um, Paddy Cripps, of course, another magnificent game. Yes, another another great game, and and like he's a player that's you know obviously had an injury interrupted preseason, yeah, and in many respects, it's just trying to fight his way through and get back to the, the sort of form that we know, you know, at his, at his best, he's mm. absolutely capable of. Um, he's been extremely brave, I think, uh, throughout this early part of the season, given, given you know, the setbacks that he's had. Uh, what, a, what a great player he is, you know. And um, again, we have to remind ourselves that he's only, you know, 50 games into his career. Yes, I know. Uh, so, you know, how high the moon, Tony, it's, it's magnificent just to see the way he approaches it. A seasoned player, you know, that, that really has it all before him, like so many of the Carlton players actually do now. And um, look, it's a work in progress. You know, we, 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 we're continuing to build this team. Uh, we still haven't seen Harry Mackay. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, a player that we all... Want to see, but you know, Brendan Bolt to his credit is playing players on form. Daisy got the call up on the strength of a thirty-game possession in the yeah. VFL, and um, that's and the and the and the twos had a good win again. So there's pressure from beneath for spots, and um, it's just it's just a healthy environment at the moment, and um, it's no surprise that the team really seems to be flourishing. 
But uh, we know that it'll be a, a hell of a test this week against the, Indeed. Cape, the Saints. Indeed. Before we get to previewing that, Tony, yes. you face a task that no man <laughs> should have to endure, and that is to come up with your 3-2-1 votes for the Two Tones Player of the Year. I tell you, Tony, it's, a, it's, it's becoming more and more of a struggle. It's, uh, I wreck my brain. You, you the... need the wisdom of Job. Uh, I, I do. I do indeed. And uh, not even that would suffice, Tony, in this instance, because there's an absolute plethora of, of stars in Dark Navy at the moment. However, I do my best. Uh, you mentioned Mark Murphy, Tony. Yeah. I gave the captain one because I thought he led from the front, uh, uh, you know, when we needed him. Yep. Um, certainly took advantage of the latitude that was afforded him um, by the Magpies. Two, va- two votes I gave to uh, Samo Petrisky-Seaton. Yep. Uh, what, what a sublime oh. showing that was for a kid that's, you know, just starting out on, on his own personal journey and how lucky we are to have him. And three votes to the, the tractor, Matt, Matthew Cruiser. Oh, I is. just love the way he's yeah. attacking the ball at the moment and, and following up with his second and third efforts. You know, it's, uh, he's, playing, he's playing with the freedom of a man that um, has finally got his body right yeah. and, um, and is, allow, is being able to physically do what he's, what he's capable of doing. And um, Carlton is so, uh, so much the beneficiary for the for the, um, the the way he's played because it all begins with him yeah. at the centre bounce and I uh, just love the way he's going at the moment. So he, that's my 3-2-1. He has the heart of a line, that man. And um, if anything, this... I mean, it was an amazing round of upsets, but um, yes. one thing you do uh, notice time and time again is... First use of the ball in a ruck contest, that's, that's just going to set you up? Well, it is, you um, know, and, 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 you know, his capacity to go forward now and, you know, slot that big goal when we need it, it's invaluable. Um, I just love the way he's, he's going about it at the moment and, uh, you know, he's really probably in the prime of his career, I'd have to say. We, yeah. we, you know, he's, yes. he's never played better for the club and um, may, may it long continue. Uh, uh, quite fitting for episode number eight for him to walk away with the three votes. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Tone, we should point out open training ten forty a.m. ten forty five a.m. Friday. The uh, is that the fifth of May? Uh, I think we're already past the fifth. Oh, of we May, are indeed. Not? We are so indeed. That would be the twelfth of May. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, ten forty five, the twelfth of May. Come along, support the boys and see who's looking sharp and who's not. Well, that's right. You know, and the, as I said earlier, there's a contest for possession, for, for, for placements in the team now. So, um, you know, it's a, to, to break into this team, you, you're really going to have to be um, on your game. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, happens at selection this week. I, I note uh, with interest that David Cunningham had a fairly solid performance in yeah. the twos and... He finished off the year strongly last year as a, a an on baller, mm-hmm. um, so I reckon you know form form accounts for anything. He's a he's a fair chance to get a call up, and um, the players to a man will need to be on their game because St Kilda, uh, well they demolished um, uh, GWS yeah. at the weekend, and they seem to be pretty even across the board in terms of their personnel. So uh, the, the the Blue Boys face. A true test this week, I think. Also on, a, on a ground on which we have not won this year. No, and we certainly uh, we were certainly humbled by St Kilda on that very venue, mm. that oh, very venue that last a, year. So shocking. Um, so we we need to uh, you know atone, find or a way and atone. Just, yeah, just be honest. We do indeed. We do indeed. Um, it will be uh, a great test, I think, uh, of where we are. Um, nonetheless, the, t- the last two weeks have just been. The thrill ride that we all signed up for. And we, we haven't really uh, acknowledged Brendan Bolton here. That's a but, great point. But to think that we were, we were slaughtered 
at um, at uh, Adelaide Oval. points, yeah. You know, that, that was three weeks ago. And, and for the, the team to turn it around after that humiliation, I, I think says a lot about the players, but it, it says so much for... Brendan Bolton's capacity to get the boys up and up and about, and um, I do believe we're in good hands. You know, it's it's just great, great to see a well-drilled team going about their work the way they are under Brendan Bolton's watch, and to him and all the coaches, I dips my lid. It's it's great to see. Well said, especially Savrocka, who's doing great work for great Levi. Did work. you ask Levi about in the post-match interview? I, I, I did. He, he didn't. Uh, it's a, I, I wanted him to kind of maybe hint at, I don't know, maybe I, I wanted a more expansive answer, but I think you asked the question that needed to be asked. Well, you know, I, I asked him, you know, what, what, uh, what was uh, Sav aside, was there a, you know, a reason for the turnaround? He said, oh, no, he's, he's just sort of application, keeping at it. And I, I think repetition's been a big thing yeah. with Levi. I'm sure that the, he's, you know, committed hours yeah. to, the, to the task of getting it right. But, you know, the fact that he's kicking kicking truly means that he's, he's suddenly a, a potent force up forward um, uh, because he can certainly clunk them. Yeah. And I think what's also happening is the delivery to Levi's yeah. has been a lot better mm. uh, because if he, gets a, if he gets a crack at it and he's running at it, uh, no one's going to stop him taking those, those yeah. high marks. And um, on a day where weather didn't really suit, um, he still contributed significantly to the result. And... Um, Again, it's one of the success stories of 2017, of which there are many at Carlton, Tony. Well, and we certainly hope next game, uh, next week's game is one of those. Plenty to, uh, for St Kilda to consider, plenty of, um, uh, plenty of, I don't know, match-ups that they have to sweat on, I like to think. That is St Kilda v Carlton, Saturday, 13th of May. Eddie had 2.10pm. It will be... Uh, as we say, a great um, indicator of how the Blues are travelling, but um, you wouldn't swap the last two weeks for quids, would you? You wouldn't indeed. You wouldn't indeed, Tony. And could I just say before we sign off too that um, uh, in respect of Lou, there there is a story acknowledging Lou's uh, Lou and the Carlton connection on oh, the yeah. website. Yes, but I've also revisited this week forty years since uh, Abba rolled into town, and, ah. and Keith McKenzie, God bless him, got two Guernseys down at Tullamarine Airport for the girls to wear. They also wore one in the Abba movie. Yes, yes, and in the film with Chiquita. There you You're, go. We maybe we we go out to Chiquita today, Tony, just to celebrate. But, I think, uh, but there'll be a story on the website next day or so about about that moment in time. She was my first crush, the blonde one. Anna, Anna, was she? I had you dead for a freedom end myself, but there you go. Well, look, we'll agree to disagree on that. Uh, this has been the Two Tones, episode eight. Thank you for joining us, Tony DeBolfo. Thanks, Tony. Great to be here. Tony Mike, signing off. Catch you next week. God bless.